Welcome to The Spill Podcast. We know you're obsessed with creating your own success in your own way, and you know you've got more. More to earn, more to experience, more to create, and more to give. And you're right. You just need to know some of the pieces and the moves to make. The conversations are real, honest, funny, and hopefully valuable. Away from the filters, the reels, and having to have the perfect script. We believe in opening the door for the next woman, helping guide you with conversations and exceptional guest speakers, spilling truths, tools, and guidance to help you expand your own expression of success. And knowing that when you do, that's when the good stuff the world needs more of happens. Laughs and explicit language are almost always guaranteed. Let's spill. Welcome to another episode of The Spill, ladies. Thank you for tuning in, whether you're going on your run or maybe you're sneaking out from work or maybe you're winding down with a wine or winding up with a coffee. Whatever you're doing, I I hope that you're having a beautiful day. And maybe, maybe as you're listening to this, just think right now in this moment, what's one thing I'm grateful for? That's how we're going to start this thing off. Um, But ladies, I am here and I'm sitting across from Jessica Johnson. Hey, Jess. Hi. So glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, it's so awesome to have you on. And um, we connected in a really odd and awesome way. So just a quick rundown, girls, before I dive into who Jess is and why you might want to listen in, um, because of the life that really you're living, Jess, which I'm, I'm going to dive into that in a, in a second. But we um, we connected because I was looking for incredible women to be able to bring on the spill, like to be able to have these conversations, to inspire women, to give them the pathway, to give them some answers that they're looking for, uh, to be able to have more, auto- more autonomy and create their life as well. And I remember I came across your program profile and I'd seen that you had in the highlights section Croatia and if anyone hasn't been keeping up or this is your first one I'm in Croatia at the moment and kind of have been you know dipping in and dipping out for the last eight ten months and so I thought okay I'm going to go into her highlight reel and see where she went because we'll have a great conversation about this and then I noticed that she was on a boat that my boyfriend was on at the same time and I'm like no it couldn't be and it was for entrepreneurs organization and it was funny because one of our friends runs that boat tour like the company and I'm like surely this couldn't be like I've just randomly found you on Instagram I've just you know I got into my stalk mode I'm like right where are the good women out there I don't have time for those who aren't going to deliver value like where where's the juicy women with substance and then I've come across you and then I'm like were you on the boat with Chris my boyfriend that would be random and I've messaged you and you're like yeah I was there three weeks ago well we spent the week together and (laughs) and when I told Chris it was awesome because he said oh Jess is so cool she has such a great personality and just is really you know that addictive bubbly personality type so it was random how we connected but hey the world is smaller with technology I know I couldn't believe it when you said that just all the points of connection and just how specific that would have been for that one week that we'd never even been on a boat trip like that with an entrepreneur organization yet so it was so fun I'm just I'm grateful too I'm so excited because creation now I feel like is such a special special place for us. We've been there a few times now. And so that you guys are there, it just makes it even more kind of special to us. So I'm so grateful. Yeah, I think we're all meant to connect. I think that's the sign where the yeah. universe is going tap, 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 you know? Yeah. Happens. So it's let's, true. Let's dive into a chat so the ladies can get to know a little bit more about you. But um, just to give you some background, ladies, Jessica is the owner 
of content marketing agency, Buzzworthy Content. And after scaling her agency to multiple six figures, she now mentors other women looking for more freedom and fulfillment in their careers on how to build freelance writing businesses with more location and schedule flexibility, creative fulfillment and financial freedom. She has a degree in journalism, has been featured in HuffPost and Ad Age, incredible, has managed global content teams and is the host of the Bright Life podcast, sharing conversations with women around entrepreneurship, self-development and how to create the biggest, brightest lives. Okay, so it's no wonder we've connected. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) bound to happen, bound to happen. And first of all, kudos to you. Like they are some big wins. And um, if there's anything that I've learned on my own journey, big wins don't always come easy. Like there's a path that comes before them. There's some trips, there's some hiccups, there's some stuff. So I think I think we might dive into that. And I just want to say the thing that I loved when we connected is you help women do exactly what I want to see so many women have. And it's this autonomy and sovereignty in their life. It's being unbound to, you know, things outside of them, people and circumstances and all of that. But you've also done what I think is so key. And it's based on a skill set that you have. It's based on something that you've developed. And, you know, so many other women have this skill set. There's a niche there that you can then pass that baton on, right? You're a few steps ahead. So you're able to do that. And really that's kind of, that's actually the secret sauce. So just before we dive into uh, our conversation, I want the ladies to get to know you a little bit better. And we do this thing called rapid fire. I'm going to throw five questions at you. And it is just the first thing that comes to your mind. Ready? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. First one, describe yourself in just three words. Oh, gosh. Um, I would say compassionate, sweet, and ambitious oh lovely combo yeah I don't know I might choose other ones but those came up first so perfect they're the perfect ones then that's rapid fire yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah always brings out the truth just like alcohol yeah that's true (laughs) okay next one what's the best compliment you've ever been given I think the best compliment I've been given is when people say that I'm genuine, that means a lot to me, that they can feel that and even just feel the caring that I really do. That is, it's so special, isn't it? When when that is said, because we're in a world where it's so online and sometimes untouchable and sometimes, exactly. you know, fake or hypey yeah. and yeah, to have that, absolutely. That's a really cool yeah. thing to receive. Yeah. Okay. Next one. What is the best piece of advice you've been given? Best piece of advice. I think it's just to trust your gut because there can be so much outside noise. And especially if you like to think through things or, you know, use that logic to kind of lean into versus how you feel and what you know to be true. I just think that the gut always wins. It has for me. Yeah. I love that. And if life is a game, what's the number one rule? Number one rule is live so you don't have any regrets. Mm. So I think you look back when you're 80 and you feel like you really went for it. You really did everything you wanted to do. You like loved as hard as you could. You took the chances. Just play playful out while we're here. You know, one day you will look back and you want to know that you, you did everything that you thought you wanted to. 
Yeah. And it's crazy because we think we've got all this time and we kind of do, but it just, it goes so quick. And then it's, you know, we're like one day, one day, one day. Yeah. I know. Oh, I think sometimes it is that putting yourself in your 80 year old shoes and going, what would you tell me today in this moment? Yeah. Yeah. I know. My husband just started reading a book called 4,000 Weeks, and it's all about how in your whole life, you really have 4,000 weeks, give or take. And I think I, I love that perspective because it's just like, it shifts you from being like, I have all this time or, you know, I still have 50 years left. It's like, okay, well, you've spent a lot of weeks already. Have you been doing what you wanted? And if not, it's an opportunity to reassess. So I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Have you ever done that exercise? You know, when you, you draw it out on a piece of paper, the squares, so 80 squares and that's, you know, yeah. and then you start crossing off how many you've gone through. That is just like, if anything can shake you, it might be that. So ladies, yeah. do that, I'm, you know, take some time and it might be a little bit of a like, oh shit moment, but sometimes it's important for us to get those moments. Otherwise we just normalize things. We don't worry about things. We think, oh, one day things will change. I hope they do. And then another, you know, 30 to 40 squares. Right. <laughs> I know. I'm going to do that. I have never done that way, but that even puts it even more in perspective and visual. Visually. Yeah. Okay. Last question for you. What are you reading or listening to right now? Oh gosh. Um, so I am rereading breaking the habit of being yourself by Joe Dispenza and this other one called believe it by Jamie Kern Lima, who sold her beauty company, um, for 1.2 billion, you know, but it's this story of how it was no, 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 no for years. I recently saw her speak and it just was like so powerful. She stood for such a message. If she was the first one who really changed the beauty industry from being all about like, here's the models, here's the polished airbrush, everything to being like, here's people with real skin, with conditions, with all ages. And that was her why. So anyway, it's a really good book that kind of brings in your mission, moving through nose, like staying true to your path and then ends with this wild story that made it, you know, worth it in one respect. So that's what yeah, I, I think we all, we all need to read those stories, don't we? Because I mean, if we're, if we're doing anything big, like if we're ready to live a big life, we're probably failing all the time. So mm-hmm. hearing that someone else has got the no, 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 and you know, next wall, next wall, next wall is just, sometimes we need to know that it's not all overnight yeah. success as right. as reality to this. So I'm going to write that one down. It's a really good one. Yeah. There's great stories in there, even how she got her break on QVC and it was like, make or break it. You have 10 minutes and they'll start removing minutes if you're not selling. And it was either bankruptcy or going to the big leagues. And so there's just a lot of really good ones in there. If you love a good story, you love like that empowerment. It's you got to read all the details. There's nothing (laughs) like putting it on the line. 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah. High stakes. How do you think you would do in that situation like 10 minutes on QVC you either make the sales or this dwindles I mean probably how (laughs) she did in a sense where she said her hand was shaking so much that the person next to her who was more of the QVC expert kind of just took it and like put it down so that she wasn't just all over the camera so that right like feel all the feels but you also were like this is my shot I'm showing up for my dream I've been waiting for this moment for five years eating you know peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to get by. So you kind of just have to show up and see how it went. Yeah. But 
it's funny you know, like a lot of people say that as in you know if you put yourself in that situation where like your back is against the wall it's the opportunity to just your your more fuller self will come out in a way it's you know like you, can't, you can't lean into the excuses and the comfort and the whatever usually gives you time to to kind of yeah. put in its place it's just like you 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 have to step up and sometimes yeah. I don't know yeah getting um it's either we create those moments for ourselves like we manufacture that urgency or sometimes life just throws it at us <laughs> Right. Like, thanks for that again. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. I didn't know I wanted this to be one of those situations, but yeah. Yeah. And I kind of like entrepreneurship, I to your point, it's like it is, it's full of those. Like even the decision, you know, when I left corporate, I went full in on a business. And in hindsight, I don't know that I would recommend that or say you have to do it that way. But I do think that that pressure of having to pay the bills of having to figure it out of wanting it so badly because there was no backup unless it was just going all the way back you know to where I started it does kind of it does create an urgency and a hunger that you don't really tap into until you're like I have to make this work somehow yeah absolutely well let's let's talk about that I want to hear more where you started and these maybe the the milestones but also the walls along the way because you're now in this position where you really do have a lot of ownership and you know a lot of people talk about time freedom all of that I love that you said time flexibility because I think that's important it's like we have to put it in somewhere right whether it's money or time or whatever it is but having that ownership like being on your own watch you and your husband travel around the world um you know you've really kind of built that but there's I'm sure there's been a pathway I'm sure you didn't just go Oh, okay. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm stepping into business and it's all la-di-da. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Where did you start? Tell us about your journey and kind of um, also how you've normalized what you had to change, you know, maybe going from yeah. that employee, that corporate side through to, you know, coaching, consulting, like th- there's a lot of changes in there. So talk us through. Yes. Yeah. And I love that you asked that question because, you know, like as you read someone's bio, it's like the glossy parts, right? And Mm -hmm. it's the moments that you finally got to something, but there was such a winding path in there. And I love to normalize that because I always felt like I was so behind or I was missing something. And really I was just on the path that not everyone talks about on, you know, their podcasts or whatever. So it was definitely a winding journey. And It started out in corporate. Um, I was doing content strategy and marketing, you know, for these um, global brands. And I really enjoyed the work, but there was just part of me that like wanted more fulfillment, wanted a little bit more freedom, wanted something of my own. And so I started just chasing kind of like side hustles and passions and curiosities in my nights and weekends. Can I ask? Yeah. What what happened that triggered that red flag for you and not red flag but signaled it for you to go mm, this mm. probably is like were there certain moments you know when you talk about trusting your gut it's like we're always being shy yeah. so what was it you for know, you know I think it was just I mean it was just so many things I think I think it was the parts of the day where I just had this gut instinct that there's more there's something else out there and like looking at the clock at three and being like, okay, there's only a few hours left. Like that's I not it, that. you know? Yeah. The longest two hours possible. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. And just, you know, 
the office politics that would come and go with offices and just being like, this is not, you know, what I, I know I can create something here. I just wanted that feeling of being my own boss or of having my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, ironically, like the more successful I got in my corporate career, you know, with the titles or the promotions or the salary, it was kind of leading me further away, I think, from the things I was so passionate about. So I was writing a lot about um, more of like the tech side or things like that, which is like fine and interesting and like makes a good job. But it was like pulling me away from helping people and like like being creative and all these things that really like could pass the time forever. So again, back to that, just like really looking at the clock. So I think it was just a lot of those things. Um, and then the fact that I was always looking for something in my evenings or weekends, I was taking classes, I had a blog, I was always just like figuring things out behind the scenes and playing with different passion projects. And that I think actually surprised me. It was really that that overtook this comfort that I felt in corporate because I, along the way, I accidentally found things that I really, really was excited about and that I felt like I could do all night and then, you know, or all weekend and just be passionate about. So I had that inner like argument kind of of like, you finally have the title. You finally have the career that you always wanted. You've gotten all the promotions and those hurdles. You're going to change it now. But it was really just that upswell of like, no, like this way, this way, this is something Mm. that really excites you that I think just overtook it, you know? It's so cool. And I think it's giving yourself permission to go, it's okay not to care about that anymore. Yeah. Like I remember when I, I was the same, I was in corporate role and that was always my goal to be mm-hmm. like, smash this glass ceiling. Yeah. And, this ladder and, you know, where to next? And I'm going to be in with the boys and, you know, yeah. get the best results. And then at some point I was like, oh, rank and roll isn't that important to me it was at some point so it's not saying that it shouldn't be for someone but at some point it was like I don't value that anymore I value my time flexibility I value travel I value you know just other things outweighed that and so I think it's a cool point that you've made where you know as you said normalizing and just making it okay that it's like that's not for me anymore Yeah, that can change. I know. Same thing. Like I thought that was the dream. I wanted to be in New York City. I wanted to be in, you know, and I was for a period of time, but again, that shifted and I realized, you know, what I would have to even sacrifice to have a work be my entire job in that sense or in that setting. And just realize that maybe what I wanted was actually different. And for some people that sacrifice will be worth it. And that will be their gut instinct saying, this is for you and stay on this track. It's worth it. But it's almost just being honest too, when you realize that, you know, something's shifted in you, or maybe you're starting to get more information about what you truly really want all along, that it's okay to kind of raise your hand and say, I think I'm going to try something different. or I'm going to opt out of this version of success that I had. And I'm going to go try and create this one. Oh, it's, you've literally nailed it right there. Like, you know, success gets thrown around a lot, but I I sometimes wonder how many people truly know what success means to them versus borrowed success versus society success versus my friends and their meaning of success. And I think as women, if we can get really clear on like what it means for us in this stage of our life, because that can evolve and change. And I hope that it does. Mm -hmm. um, It helps, right? 
it gives you that courage. Yes. This is what I say yes to. This is what I say no to. But we have to, yeah, it's, you know, know who we are as well. Yeah. It's almost like what you said with drawing out those 80 boxes. Is it like, what is success to me? Um, and it can look different than everyone else. And that's almost sometimes the hard part because you're inundated with this societal view of it, this the almost golden handcuffs of like, this looks so good. People praise you for this one way of it. But you have to really just be honest of like, is that true for me? And if not, can I stand against even the crowd, but know that for me, I'm fulfilled. For me, I'm excited about what I'm creating. Oh, it's so true. I love that. So, okay. So as you started discovering this and then moving towards like trusting your gut, what were, um, I guess, because I feel like a lot of women in listening in are probably in that phase right now as well. Uh, you know, kind of juggling multiple hats. They've either stepped into having this side business, looking at it, or maybe, you know, gone full time with a business as well. And in that early stage. So what was your experience with that? What can you pass on so they can sidetrack some things? (laughs) Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. So for me, I mean, it was that dance for a while of, of kind of getting the nerve up and doing the nights and weekends thing and carving out the time and protecting it. So that's one part. If you're like, in that beginning stage where you haven't even made a decision one way or the other yet, but you are building something on the side, I think make sure you just are protecting your time and Mm -hmm. that creation time, because those steps will add up and you may see a direction that it takes you, but only if you can kind of just, even if it's on a commute, even if it's while you're on the treadmill, like answering the DMs or like coming up with the concept or journaling it down, things like that, like kind of being a very like selective with your time um, and protective of it. But then once I decided to go full time, um, what I did was I had found, you know, this passion for health and wellness and got certified and took all these classes and so moved into coaching in that regard. And like I said, I went full time from like my corporate job to this is my new business now and announced it. Um, And it was really, I think, challenging to even figure it out and learn what I didn't even know, I'd say something that could maybe help that I don't know that I was always so great at is, you know how in the beginning, there's so much to do. It's like, do I do a website? Do I do my blog? Do I like do an event? Do I do, do I start a podcast? I think for me, what could have really helped was just in the beginning, the focus on getting the clients. And I felt like I had to have so many bells and whistles and pay for so many things and like create such a complicated first business when really what it comes down to, to making a business thrive and finding out what you like or don't like about it is like getting those first clients and mm-hmm. getting, you know, the, cause it's a business, you need the revenue to come in. Cause that's going to be able to help you reach mm-hmm. more people um, and get all those fancy things. But I think in the beginning, I should have really focused a lot more on just like do whatever it takes to get those first clients, because that will inform who you love to serve, how you love to serve. And don't feel such pressure to have every other thing in place because that stuff can come later, but you don't really need it to just get out there and start like reaching your people or sharing your service or your product or whatever it is. It's so true. It's funny that you say that. So just today I did a, I was actually, I did a four hour kind of online course with Roger Hamilton and his stuff is amazing. And he was speaking about, obviously, uh, the different stages, in a sense, of of your business and where it's at. 
and obviously what's required in each stage as well but so often and as he was explaining it and I love people who just in such simplified ways just give you the visual of the pathway and you see so how so many people get distracted by jumping ahead in a sense like too yeah. far ahead thinking yeah. like you said okay well website and what like bells and whistles do I need and yeah. you know what systems and what about the team that I might hire and it's like you right. haven't even got your first client yeah like and, and we forget that the most important thing in business is how do I get someone else a win? And mm-hmm. then I get exactly money. how do I get someone mm-hmm. else a win? Doing what, showing them what, okay, how do I do that? And and then it was just, you know, that first client becomes your proof. And then scale yeah. up 10, you know, and then from those 10, now you've actually got something and you've got revenue coming in that you can you can start working out, okay, what what are some systems, what are some things, you yeah, know, referrals, all of that. But and I, I sometimes wonder, do you think that? we can get stuck in making the bells and whistles thinking we have to do all of this other stuff. Is it just distraction from doing what we need to do? I think it can be, I think it can be really, I think for me, I felt more safety in the behind the scenes because it's, you know, if you're working on a website even, or you're writing a blog post, you're not like out there doing your Facebook live or shaking someone's hand and saying, this is what I do now you know, because that has an element of people can have a reaction to that. You can see it in real time. It's scarier. Like admittedly it is. And so, yeah, I think it can be this well-intentioned protective mechanism to stay kind of doing the behind the scenes or working on the things that won't really move the needle. Um, Even as a mechanism, if you're like, if, if there's some part of you that's even afraid of the success or what it would look like, that can keep you back there for a long time mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. just getting out there and being like, I'm going to be proud about what I'm putting out there. I'm going to show up when it's scary. I'll get better at this. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, and we'll see what happens. And I and trusting yourself that you can handle it too. Because mm-hmm. it's almost that permission of just this will be new. This might be a little bit scary. That doesn't mean it's wrong. That doesn't mean turn the other direction or stay doing something else or, or you know shrinking back behind the scenes. It's just feel the fear and know you can handle it. And it will get easier over time. And then you'll have your next thing to conquer. <laughs> it's so true. And and I just, I love that you're saying that because it's just normal. It's part of it. Mm-hmm. And I think people just need to know that's part of it. Like you're not special yeah. if you're feeling this. I'm just going to call you out. You're yeah. not special if you're feeling that. We all feel it. You're special if you move through it. And exactly. I think yeah, it's super cool to, yeah, just to know that everyone does experience that at different times. For you, because you've really gotten to this point now where you've stepped through and you really had, you know, multi six figures um, in the Huff Post, like you have this credibility, you have the runs on the board, right, from all of this. So you've gone from that moment to now the runs are on the board. And I know that you love to help other women in the in your niche, in freelance, mm-hmm. in copywriting, yeah. really using this skill to create what you've created, which is earning their own money, doing their own thing, yeah. working on their own schedule, like really being in charge of a lot of things. What made you want to step into that side? Because there's one thing doing it for ourselves. And then it's like another mm-hmm. thing going, I need to show women how to do this. Like, was it yeah. moments or things that made you go, I need to show other women how to? Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. So I kind of transitioned from like that coaching to realizing I loved the creative days, the writing days about it. 
that's what led me to do of the more of the writing to build that business. And then people started asking me, well, can like, could I do something like this? Or like, I'm in a job that I don't love. Like, could I freelance write for it? Um, so it was partly that just being asked by women when I didn't even really have the idea to teach or mentor in any way. But then also realizing that once my business grew and I had built a team that I really always loved that like mentorship side and working with people and helping the writers improve. And so it was kind of both of those things where I thought, yeah, I can teach this. I teach this all day already, but I'd be happy to show you more of the path that I took and like, how do you transition from a nine to five to even having a side hustle to even having like another income stream um, and using, you know, so many people like they'll be nurses maybe. So they, they have this whole wealth of expertise that they can immediately position themselves to write in that industry and get work quickly because they're experts. So whether you've been in accounting, whether you've been in tech or marketing or um, teaching, it's almost like you don't even realize how much background experience you have that could make you this writer that's in demand in an industry and give you more freedom and fulfillment for the industries you care about, you know, and really turn it into this whole thing that's your own that you really love, if that's your desire. Oh, I love that. It's like, even I'm thinking, you know, if you're listening in, there's there's always something. And, and sometimes it's like what you said, we, we get so blindsided thinking mm-hmm. I haven't done this or I'm not her and I, I don't have this, that we forget what we do have in yeah. set over years, in experiences, in maybe a transformation that we've had something. Yeah. And pointing that out to say, hey, you've got something that there's people who are a couple of steps behind you actually need. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's all we really need. We don't need to be the best in the world at something. Right. Maybe there's the potential to be. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to be there yet before we start. I mean, I think, right. I, I think that's something that's always held me back when I think about it because I'm, I shouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but that is something like, you know, like yeah. that's, that's an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> but it comes up like it does. Right. And I always felt like, so my stuff has always been, is it good enough? No, that's not good enough because I'm putting these people on pedestals who are a decade ahead of me, by the way. Yes. So I'm right. thinking, oh, well, I'm not there yet. So what, you know, what right do I have? And that's something that I really had to work on. It's like, you'll never be there, the person you're looking ahead to. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even make sense. So what what are the common, other common fears that you notice women have when you're going, hey, here's the opportunity. Like, here's actually your skill set. Here's actually what's Mm -hmm. needed. And, you know, that gap that you can help solve. What are some of the common fears women have of stepping into it? creating their own side business. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, there's so many. I think one is that it's, you know, yeah. Like what does she have that I don't, there must be something. I think that is such a big myth because to your point, I have people that I look at that are further ahead of me, but what I now realize is like, they just probably got started five or 10 years before me. And yeah. it's not like they have anything that's that special or different. I mean, we all do in our own ways, they just got in the game sooner. And so they now have years more of experience. But if you get in the game today, five years from now, you could have that too. It's just keeping at it and keeping consistent, keeping going is even the hard part. Um, So that's one is like, there's nothing someone has that you don't. Um, It's really just getting started and then you'll get, you know, where they're going. I think another one is that like, 
it's too late for me. Like I've already have this track doing this one thing. I can't make a change now. And I always think about it. Like if you have been driving for two hours and you realize that you are not, have been going the wrong direction, you don't just keep going because you've been driving. You use that new information to change your route and like, you know, make a turn. And so kind of the same with life. Like we're at this unique time in history where maybe you had to be in the same career track previously for years and years, or you worked with the same company and that was the norm, but we have the access to the internet. Now we can all learn anything. Like we can all make a change at any time. And with the, you know, remote work and everything that's come up, there are opportunities nights and weekends to start building something, even if you want to just do it on the side and ease in. Um, so that's a big one. And then the other one I hear is like that fear and I felt it too. And, you know, still do from time to time, but like, what will other people think? And the way I kind of have come around that is just like, you know, their judgment is 10 seconds, right? But you have your whole life. <laughs> Are you gonna let that 10 seconds when they scroll and see something on Instagram and have a thought about it, stop you from actually living your life for the next 50 years, um, you know, how you want to. And really just remembering that everyone's thoughts and responses to you are like that them reflected out, you know, they're looking, they're thinking about their own fears, their own experiences, their own, um, wanting to protect you. And that's what they're sharing. It's not really like anything about you or your abilities. It's them just sharing their own fears <laughs> kind of onto you. So that kind of helps me to just be like, oh, you're showing me who you are. You're not showing me what's possible for me. Like you, it's totally different. I love that, that perspective flip of all those three things. It's so important because mm-hmm. I, I would agree they would be some of the top fears that they're internalized and that brew up and then they start like this little, but then, you know, we're really great women. Like we just have this ability to, I'm just going to make up more of a story. I'm just going to drive yeah. <laughs> more. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to internalize that. I'm not going to tell anyone about it. And I'm just going to make it worse and worse and worse. And it's not yeah. in reality. It's kind of comes back to what you said at the start. It's like, is this actually true? Uh, probably not but it's when you said hey it's their uh, their reaction for 10 seconds I always think to myself um and maybe ladies if you're listening into this again maybe I'll come off rude here but sometimes it's what we need we're actually not that important in other people's lives like how many how many people do you think about on a daily basis for more than 10 seconds in a negative way yeah Really? So no why do yeah. we think that we're somehow this unique person that other people are always thinking about us? And I know, have it? like it's it's wild, isn't it? And when you just understand that that in itself, you can kind of be like, oh yeah, I'm probably not taking up their whole mindset, their whole life. Yeah, not that important. It's so true. And flip it. It's like you can have this thought of they're judging me for this, or they're gonna think that. What if the opposite is true? What if they see you and they're inspired? What if they're thinking to themselves, I wish I could do something like that. What if every post that they read that you feel like is like so vulnerable and you could never share this, they're like, they see themselves now in you and they see possibility. So there's always these ways our minds can go down these tracks, but there's also an opposite that probably could actually be more true for more people. I just laugh because I think of how many times and I'll, I'll do it again. But, and here's the key ladies, 
just because you may go to the negative first, don't think that you're wrong or that, okay, you haven't. It's like, no, that happens at times. It's how quickly we can respond and change the story and change the lens that we're looking through. But I just, I have to laugh because I, like how, why do we always go to the negative? What is that? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's protecting your mind's trying to protect you. It's like, let me keep you comfortable. Yeah. Let me, you know, you let me keep you safe. Yeah. Let's not yeah. try anything. Let's not like everything just can stay the same. We're used to this. It's but hilarious. Want, it's it like, is. I'm not running over a cliff. Like I'm cool. Yeah. I'm good. Back yeah. off. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. We're good. We got this. Yeah. You're just trying different things. If anything, it's a good sign that you're just getting out of the norm that you know. And that's why your brain alarms are starting to go off and be like, is she good? <laughs> Are we good? Like, yeah, I got this. I got this. The thoughts can spin up and I'll just keep going. That's so true. <laughs> I, um, as things have evolved for you, so I'll, let's talk about money a little bit. Okay. I want to talk about your beliefs around it because I think that it's when we go into business or we want to earn our own money, like money is the thing that we've all agreed upon, the currency we've agreed upon to exchange for everything, for the clothes on our back. Yeah for the food in mm-hmm. our fridge, for the roof over our head, for like probably just ladies, just think about your day today. There was something that you experienced, whether it was the gym or whatever it is, it's for value. It's this exchange, right? So it's mm-hmm. super important. And when we're going into business, usually for ourselves, it's nearly like it becomes, I know a lot of women, as soon as money gets put into the equation, they get all weird. Yeah. Right. Like some, they undercharge. They don't want to charge at all. Like for some reason, it's like, because there's money attached to this thing, it's really weird. And there's, there's a certain belief obviously driving that behavior. So for you going into business, did you find that you, like, what were your money beliefs when you started and did your results reach that? Or was it kind of the other way around? Did you start getting results and beliefs started to evolve? Talk. Oh Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, so much. I didn't even really realize that money and mindset played into business as much as it it does once I got into it. So yeah, I think for me, I really in the beginning um, had to move from this place of thinking of money. It, It almost felt like something out there that like you could get, but not too much of, right? Like almost don't take too much because that means someone else doesn't have enough. Um, don't charge too much because you're taking from them. Um, it, and I really had to shift a lot of that to, I remember one day thinking through like, okay, so what are the negatives that come from women having a lot of money? And I could not think of one, whereas I was like, there's millions, maybe even of positives. There's certainly hundreds of just more resources, more opportunity, more self-care. She can care for her family better. Studies show women naturally lift up their communities with more resources. There's like so many positives that that started to shift my perspective of just really if money was good or bad. I was like, it can only do good things. I can't think of one negative. I'm sure you can do bad things with money, but that's not really money. That's kind of showing just more of who that person is that has it maybe. And then also what I started to notice with paying for business, for coaching, for masterminds is the more value that I gave, it was almost like value given is value received. The more I showed up when I invested more, the more it was an opportunity to come into this version of myself that I really wanted to be and was like reaching for. And I just started to think of people as more kind of autonomous where they can make their own choices and like it's not like you're tricking someone into buying something. You're an adult giving another adult the opportunity to have something that they really want and to step into a life that they want. 
And so for me, that just started to shift a lot around like allowing people to pay and to feel good about it and to feel excited for them that they were getting something of value that they wanted and stepping into this new identity because of it and getting all this value because they had given out value. So there's just so, I mean, there's could be like a whole 10 hour thing on money. Those are just a few things come up of just like shifting to thinking of it as like a neutral, if not really good resource. Um, and then also just like, it's, it's a good thing to be able to exchange money for something that we really desire and to show up with a different level of commitment because we've now invested something in it. It's so true. And I think you've just, you know, even just listening to you, it's so clear. It's like you had, you identified these beliefs that you have, like, well, if I have more, they have less. Or, you know, if I take from them, like, so they obviously came from somewhere. And I think that's the first thing, ladies, is so many people try and skip this part. I was one because I'm more of an action taker. I'm really logical. So I remember on my journey, I just kept hitting this wall because I was like, I don't want to do the woo-woo stop. Mm -hmm. And it's like woo-woo stuff. It's like you need the the mindset and the mechanics. You can't just go full pelt on the mechanics because you will burn and you can't just be woo-woo because Mm -hmm. like, don't be ridiculous. You got to do something. <laughs> Need action, right? Yeah. So they they're so important. But you've kind of you had a few there that you obviously became really um, clear about. Like, okay, these are actually what's going on. This is a story or the belief that I have. And then I love how what you did was you sat with them and go, and you went, well, how could I change them? And you did a really logical thing. You found proof. Like you literally yeah. wrote a list or thought about what is all the good that could happen with more women earning more money? And ladies, if you're stuck in something like that, do this process. You need to dive deep into what your money beliefs are. You need to really work out where they are, where they came from. You need to choose again, but then you need to support them. Like it needs to make sense to your brain as to why that is something that you believe. And I love that that you did that. And yeah, sitting down, because when you just said that, that or asked that question, what would be bad about women earning loads of money? It's like there yeah. is there is yeah. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. The list is blank. Right. Yeah. I know. I know. I think of that now where I'm like, okay, any belief that I have is something that my brain has collected a ton of evidence around. So you can have a belief mm-hmm. that money is good, that money's bad. Um, even, you know like society's views of what beauty is, what beauty isn't. It's just something that you have really, your brain has for years picked up little pockets of and stored it away and built this really big library of evidence for this belief is true. And so if you want to shift that belief, it's almost looking and seeing what do I think currently about this? Like what evidence have I collected for this? But it's starting to shift and choose a different belief that does empower you or does get you where you want to go but then start to bolster it with evidence. You have to start to look for more reasons to give your brain for why that is actually a truer scenario. Um, And just start, it's almost like if your brain keeps playing this same soundtrack and same thought, it's like you're giving your brain a new soundtrack to play and then you're looking for reasons and evidence why it's true. And that's what I feel like what really gets your brain on board with something feeling like, oh, this is this woo affirmation I have over here, but I don't believe it to being like, I can do this. I am capable. This is a good thing. This is, I am going to help all these people. And all day you're just looking for things to support that. And then it starts to feel real for you. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty powerful like that. We actually, I know we're looking for, don't we? Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, 
I, I, yeah, it is so true. And it's the first place to start, especially if you're feeling stuck, especially if you're feeling like you're putting all of this stuff, like the effort in the action in, and the needle isn't moving. This is probably one there's a couple, but this is one of the areas yeah. definitely to look at. Um, let's talk about, you said something there about, um, where do you want to go? So mm-hmm. I, I'd love to talk to you about helping how you help women create this vision, their own vision mm-hmm. and how to go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I think that there's so many pieces of this. I think one is like, we all have the ability to even just sit down and whether it's journaling or just talking into a voice app or p- looking at pictures or finding things on Pinterest that, that inspire you, but almost just like really looking at right now, what is that new version of like the like highest ver- vision of your life that you can imagine? Because it kind of does take circle back to the beginning of like, what does success really look like to you? Do you see pictures of travel or a family? Are you at home and you just want more freedom to be with your kids, you know, like in your loved ones? Um, Does it look like going here, going there, having this business or having this project? So I think that's like the first step is just getting honest and and refreshing because that'll change in different seasons. So what for this next chapter does it look like currently for you? And then there's so many ways to go out and create it. So like, if it's, you know, for my program, the thing I'm most excited about now is just reaching more and more women. So, you know, every year I kind of want to add on and be able to empower more because then they'll go out and they'll have more of this financial freedom and creative fulfillment and all these things. And that'll create a ripple effect. So that's kind of what I am most excited about now. And, but I think everyone's picture is different. That's the best part. Like Location freedom for you doesn't have to mean you go work in Bali. It can mean you just get to work at home and have more flexibility in your day to feel rested and recharged and care for the ones that you love. Schedule freedom, you know, it doesn't have to mean the same thing for everyone. So I think it's just getting clear on what that version is for you. And then knowing you have kind of the steps that you can actually go and create it, whatever that definition is in your life. It's such a good point. And yeah, you've kind of circled back to what you said at the start is, is first just do the work to work out what do you want? And then why do you want it? Um, mm-hmm. But often the first thing that comes through, maybe just question it. Because if we, yeah. if we kind of haven't given ourselves the time to sit quietly with it, we can get things through from like, you can't decipher. It's like, is this my voice? Or is it the voice of those outside of me yeah the noisy world is in like you said it's like time freedom to you might just be you want to be able to be at home with your kids and not have to send them to daycare for someone Mm -hmm. else that is being able to get on a plane tomorrow and yeah just sitting with yourself to be able to decipher and ask the question when you write it down one thing that I often do is I go does this look good or does it feel good yes oh that's such a good one like, what am I actually creating here? Is it to look good or is it mine? Like, does it deep, deep down feel right, feel good? Yep, that's what I want. Um, but that can take time because the world is noisy. Our brain is noisy. You know, we're, we're continually looking like scrolling in people's lives. <laughs> so we kind of need some time to detach, you know, and, and ask yeah. questions. So super important. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. The feeling is such a big piece. Like, you know, sometimes I'll even do that where I'm like, what does this feel like to me? What would it feel like if I had this thing? Because that gives you a lot of clues to even how you can start bringing it into your life now. 
You know, if you're just looking for that fulfillment that keeps coming up, like you really want something that you feel passionate about. Can you take that small step? Can you sign up for an art class or whatever class speaks to you? Can you get to a networking event with other like women doing the same thing? Because sometimes your brain just gets so aggravated seeing other people doing it on social media, or you feel this internal frustration from not taking action. But even just like that one little action forward can resolve a lot of that and get you on the track and create that momentum where you're not going to be like feeling like, oh, why are they doing this? And I'm not doing this and feel like those bristles. If you know you're taking that little action, you're moving towards that feeling you desire. And the one that you really true desire versus the one that just like sounds good at a head level. Yeah, it's so true that a lot of the answers are in the action. It's just, yeah, yeah. I, I know so many times when I've been in that that downward spiral and the guilt sets in and then it's like you know those days especially when you start working for yourself when I first did that and it was like get up and I'm like okay I've got all this to do but we kind of have this ability to if we give ourselves eight hours we take out eight hours if we gave us two hours we'd take two hours and I'm like well I've got all day (laughs) but then I'd get in this spiral of not doing something and then I'd be in my head going oh my god stop being lazy stop being distracted why are you not doing it that would just cause more not doing of things and more not doing and then the same feeling um and it's just so true we just need to like really recognize that and stop ourselves with that and just take the smallest most obvious action just to turn the spiral back up a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be so amazed what that one action does to just make you start to feel better. You can add another one tomorrow and then you just get that momentum, but it doesn't have to be, you know, break it up too. You don't have to build a whole website tomorrow. Can you just pick out your, you know, URL domain name? Can you just write the about copy, you know, something like that, that just breaks it up, that gets you going. I think helps a lot. Make it digestible. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jess, you're awesome. And thank you so much for sharing your journey and your pearls of wisdom. And um, this is the stuff that we need to hear more of. And tell me, where can the ladies go and connect with you, see what you're doing, check out your program? Yeah. So on Instagram, you can find me at hi, Jessica Johnson. Um, And that's the same for my website, for YouTube, um, for, you know, all the places it'll guide you to wherever you need from there. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. I just love what you're doing. I love these open conversations you're having. It's just, I, I'm just grateful we connected in the way that we did. So I just can't wait Absolutely. to see where it goes from This here. has been, I've loved this conversation. So thank you. Thanks. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us if you shared it with others. Until next time, drink the wine, have a laugh, learn the thing, do the thing, and be the woman you know you are. Make sure to stay connected and let's keep the conversations going. Cheers.